like an impromptu uh, broadcast. Um, I just got to say something about this. This, uh, what's going on here in Gaston County. For those that's not in Gaston County, North Carolina, which is the home base of the Black Talk Radio Network and, of course, the Black Talk Media Project, um, if you've been following my personal timeline and even sharing some of the stuff on our Black Talk Radio Network Facebook page, as well as our platform, then you know I've been involved with uh, several different groups and individuals who are committed to practicing justice and making sure justice is practiced in our county. We can't really control what goes on around the nation, but what we can control is our own backyard. And, you know, I am uh, very, very encouraged to see the level of participation, although, you know, Gaston County got over 250,000 people. All right. So while, you know, we appreciate the participation of the people who came out to, let's say, the march that was in rally that was held. Well, two of them was held in Mount Holly, um, the East Gaston uh, Freedom Fighters for what is it? East Gaston Coalition for Freedom and Justice Group. Um, we've been supporting the Gaston County Freedom Fighters Group. Uh, many of us are also members of that group as well. And so we've been focusing not just on police violence, but also other local issues that go on here. And yes, it was um, initiated or sparked by the murder of George Floyd, but you know, we got we got our own people here in Gaston County that have been uh, unjustly killed by police. You know, during that first march, I was talking about Mr. James Allen, a Navy veteran of World War II. No, the Korean War, who was gunned down in his own home by a Gastonia uh, police officer. And while we don't have these shootings and these killings. Wow, that is some amazing things. video. All right, Fred, new at five, a divide. Because I'm going to be sharing this article from WCNC.com, which um, called some of the members of the group to see if they could do an interview. Um, Sierra was one of those. And, but this, I hate these web pages that keep refreshing over and over and starting videos by themselves. And that's why I got it pulled up on my other uh, computer that the, uh, the sound is jacked in uh, to my mixer. And um, so anyway, that's what you heard. Sorry about that um, distraction. So anyway, yesterday there was, what's today? Is this still the 24th? Yes. Yeah, so on the 23rd, we went to the county courthouse to a, what they call a community expressions meeting. Um, it wasn't a situation to where it was enough time for everybody to speak. Surely uh, the commissioners could have set aside more time to allow everyone to speak and not cut people's time down to two minutes from five minutes. Um, actually, it should be an expression meeting just on the uh Confederate monument that sits in the courtyard of the uh, courthouse. That's got to go. Ain't no compromising on that. It's got to go. And I don't control any individuals in this county, but in whatever they going to do, they going to do. But I'm going to tell you what I ain't going to do. And what I ain't going to do is compromise with a bunch of suspected racist, Confederate sympathizing um people in, in, in this county who want to whitewash uh, the history. 
I mean, it was so insulting. There was a lot of insulting things that, that occurred um, at that expressions meeting. Um, one of the things that was brought up was about this guy. And I looked him up and he's a real dude. Um, this guy, one of the, I think it was the daughter of the Confederacy, daughters of the Confederacy, whatever they freaking name is, um, got up to speak. You know, she signed up to speak. And she up there telling us about this black slaver down there in South Carolina. Yes, there were some black slavers, okay? Um, this is something that I talk about in address with members of my own community in terms of the transatlantic human trafficking trade in, in, in Africans, okay? Um, no, the Europeans didn't just run up into Africa uh, kidnapping people from their villages. No, they would go to the coast and they would buy. They would buy victims, uh, from whatever local tribe or nation, African nation that was controlling that. So black slavers are not, um, let me say, not a revelation to me, okay? And for that to come from a white person to justify the Confederacy, say, oh, we had black slavery. I looked this dude up down there in South Carolina. He did exist. He also donated money. I didn't see that he joined the Confederate Army, but he supported the cause. He donated money and supplies. He owned a thousand acres of property, and I think he had something like 20-something victims of slavery that he was enslaving. And he was a, a, a victim of slavery himself who was able to buy his freedom from the person who was enslaving him. Then he bought his wife's freedom. He got his so-called daughter, I mean, his daughter, something called semi-freedom from the source that I was reading. I don't know what semi-freedom is. Y'all had to tell me what that is. All right. But anyway, but he enslaved other individuals and he was very prosperous because his his former slaver had sent him to learn some very uh, some good skills for that time that allowed him to make a lot of money. And, and so that's like showing me a black slaver is going to excuse slavery. And of course, their intent was to say Oh, see, the Confederacy wasn't racist. We had a black slaver that was supporting the Confederacy. Okay? So you had one. You had two or three. What you didn't have was a whole lot of them. I mean, come on, give, give me a break. But these are the people that we're dealing with. All right? And so that just had me. And then, um, you know, this other guy talking about he had his little picture, his little faded brown picture of his uh, ancestor that fought in the Confederacy, and he made a point to say that, hey, in my family, my my what great great grandpappy didn't own anybody. He didn't enslave anyone, and what have you. Okay, so he the dummy who signed up to put his life on the line for the wealthy slavers. All right, and a lot of people don't understand that that history is not really talked about. Uh, how the wealthy people, just like today, they controlled all the newspapers. They control, I think that's probably all they had at that time was newspapers. So that's media, right? They controlled all the media and they pushed all this white supremacist propaganda through that media. Newspapers and media in the United States has been a part of those racist institutions that have used their outlets to normalize racism and to push white supremacy. 
So the newspapers of, the, of that period, of that day, that's all them poor, man, I'm going to try to keep my language clean here because I do have a tendency to just let some curse words fly. But I, I'm trying to be cool here. But you, the, your, your great-great-grandpappy was the fool who was dirt poor out there working the land, his own soil, and what have you. And then for him to sign up for the Confederacy, for what? He wasn't fighting for slavery, right? Because he didn't own any victims of slavery, right? So what was he fighting for? Obviously, white supremacy, the social order of the day, okay? So, I mean, these people are just so full, full of it, man, and ain't no truth in them. And I don't see what kind of agreements can be made with these people. We, The majority of the people that was out there yesterday wanted gone. That little small group of Confederate uh, sympathizers and descendants of, of these idiots who decided, even though I'm dirt poor and I ain't got no money, I'm going to go die for some rich, wealthy uh, uh, slavers. I mean, I would be ashamed to tell anybody that. But they're proud. They're proud of their ancestors and what have you. And they try to muddy the water, so to speak, and push all this revisionist history. And the commissioner, and that's the uh, picture that you see, that is the count, Gaston County uh, chairman of the commissioners. Uh, his name is, I believe his first name is Tracy uh, Phil Beck. Okay. And so while we was there, let me get let me say this what Phil Beck is doing is trying to undercut Commissioner Worley who I had a 40 minute conversation with and we came to the agreement that that statue's got to go that it's got to go and he was like I can't justify the civil war meaning that he wasn't buying into that revisionist history either the history the documentation is very clear on what these people were fighting. They were either fighting for the continuation of slavery or the continuation of white supremacy, okay? So I don't know what it is that we could sit down and talk to these people about. It's got to go. It's got to go. So anyway, while we was at that commission meeting the other day, here we have um, Phil Beck just dropping on us this what what is this um hearing y'all have to excuse me because i just got started uh using this particular platform and i'm hearing stuff and i don't know where it's coming from and i'm still trying to get familiarized uh with this especially when i go do live streams and what have you so so anyway commissioner ronnie worley had proposed to me and he told the newspaper gastonia gazette that he wanted to put together a commission of veterans, of U.S. Army veterans. Of course, it ain't going to be no Confederate veterans, um, you know, because ain't none of them alive. But he was going to put together some veterans, a committee of veterans. He asked me, would I be on it? And I said, sure, I'll be on it with the understanding that these veterans was going to determine the appropriate place to put that monument, which I told him and he agreed was either a cemetery or a museum. I told him, I think there's a Confederate graveyard on Highway 273 in Mount Holly, just above Freightliner. Take it there. 
if, if y'all must have it, take it there. And so, you know, when we go into this meeting yesterday, here, here is the um, commissioner, Tracy Fieldbeck, pulling this garbage, just putting people on the spot and saying that, you know, uh, we going to have this council of understanding. Now, obviously, we couldn't object. Well, it was some people who got at least one woman who was objecting to the way the meeting was going, and they kicked her out kicked her out and he's like a Trump he's like Donald Trump he blocks people on social media which is illegal he's a government official he can't be doing that but that's who we're dealing with and that became very very clear to me you know over these past couple of weeks so what he's doing is trying to do an end around he's trying to stall for time he wants to appoint a commission of a council of understanding made up of these Confederate sympathizers and those of us who want to practice justice and want that monument, there's nothing to understand. I understand exactly what y'all want. Y'all want that monument to stay, okay? You want white supremacy and slavery to be celebrated to have a place of honor in the courtyard of the county courthouse, public land that taxpayers pay to maintain. That's what else, what else do I need to understand, okay? They made it clear that it's not going to move. So why would I go into a room shooting up, you know what, with a bunch of Confederate sympathizers who are suspected racists? And I know some people say we need to take that suspected off. I don't know these people. I ain't had enough interaction with them to call them a straight up, straight out racist. I'm following a a codified suggestion. If I don't know for sure, and I I can't point to something, I I guess I could point to the Confederate monument and that Confederate flag on their back. So yeah, we'll call them racist because that's what that stands for. That's what that stands for. So why would I go into a room full of racists to come to what understanding? I, this is a waste of time, people, and I'm not going to participate in it. I can't tell other people what to do, but don't fall for this. Don't fall for this. That's why he sprung it on there. He didn't ask the crowd what they thought, so he wants to stack it with these Confederate sympathizers, and then we just sit around in the room and them feeding us a bunch of bullshit like they was feeding us at the county meeting. And then I'm trying to point to them to actual history and not that revisionist history that they teaching. I ain't got time for that, people. I ain't got time to sit around jerking people off and being jerked off. No, I ain't got time for that. And y'all should know exactly what Phil Beck is attempting to do. He's stalling. He is trying to undermine what Worley had proposed to me personally and to the Gaston Gazette. He told him that's what he was trying to do. And he said it's got to go. And Phil Beck is running interference with that. We need to ask Phil Beck, you know, when we started that county commission, what did they pledge allegiance to? the flag of the United States of America, right? Why is Fieldback acting like his loyalty lies with a bunch of uh, Confederate sympathizers? 
That's disqualifying for me. He should actually resign. And then that garbage that he pulled. But let me just read a little bit from this WCNC article. I may be able to share some of the audio as well. Yeah, it's paused right now. Uh, Gaston County Commissioners agreed to form a Council of Understanding to consider the future of the Confederate monument outside the county courthouse. That don't sound like that's the intent of that group. What is there to understand? How are you going to put some people together they don't agree on moving it? So uh, that's a waste of freaking time. The council will be made up of 12 people, six in favor of leaving the monument at its current location and six who want the monument to move to a different place. So again, what is there to understand? That's all the understanding we need. Don't fall for this, people. Commissioner Tom Kiger is forming the council, and he told commissioners he prefers to only have people with open minds. Well, that rules me out because I ain't got no open mind to no racism and white supremacy. I don't have an open mind to allowing a, a statute uh, dedicated to slavers, whether they owned any or not, and, and white supremacists. I don't have no open mind. No, there's no compromise on that. Like the Bible say, what do light have to do with darkness? What does good have to do with evil? These people have evil intent. So, no, I am not. So he goes on to say, I really hope that we're not putting, putting anybody in there that's dropped dead. I'm not changing, he said. There's no purpose for that then. See, what they're looking for is some lackeys or some people with some weak spine that's going to go in there and agree with these races to leave that statue where it is. Okay? This should be transparently clear to anyone with half a brain what this is. This is BS, people. This is BS. Gaston County, um, let me go ahead and play this, uh, this clip for you from WCNC. In Gaston County, after a contentious commissioner's meeting last night over a Confederate monument that is outside the county courthouse, commissioners agreed to form a council to consider the monument's future. And in the meantime, local activists condemned a now deleted Facebook post that's been shared by the chair of the county's commissioners. WCNC Charlotte's Brandon Goldner joins us now from the monument to talk about the discussion underway here and what this new work is going to do. Brandon. We saw a visual representation of that divide during last night's Gaston County Commissioner's meeting outside where the Confederate monument is with supporters of the monument standing right here where I'm standing on the opposite side. That's where the protesters were. And this group is supposed to bring together that divide, but some have concerns whether that would accomplish that. The council will be made up of 12 people, six in favor of leaving the monument where it is and six who want the monument moved. Gaston County Freedom Fighters want their voices on that council. Sierra Hall and Rashawn Steffens are members of the organization. They want the monument moved from the courthouse. We're looking to see that it's done in a fair way that's equal for 
both sides of the party. Many critics of the monument are frustrated after they say Commissioner Tracy Philbeck went out of order bringing speakers up during last night's public comment period. Commissioner Philbeck says he couldn't talk to me on camera today, but he told me over the phone there are three separate speakers lists. Those wishing to keep the monument where it is, those who want it moved, and those coming to the commissioner's meeting to speak about other topics. He says he went back and forth between the three lists, quote, in fairness to the hour we had. He also defends sharing a screenshot of this cartoon to his Facebook earlier this month. He's deleted the post, but he argues it's not racist because it was a point of view originally shared by a black conservative radio talk show. So we can leave it right there. We can leave it right there. See, that's again, this is what Neely Fuller Jr. referred to as racial showcasing, where they get someone like a Candace Owens, like a Larry Elder, like a Ben Carson, and then they get these these black folks to co-sign on to their racism and say, oh, it's not racist what you're doing. See, I'm black, and I've given you uh, my seal of approval, okay? And so, like I told uh, Tracy Fieldback in a, in a thread that he commented on where we were discussing this, uh, Larry Elder is a race hustler. He's a race hustler. No different than what y'all call Al Sharpton or any other people that seem to make money, make money off of the civil rights struggle. Okay, so the right wing got their grifters too, got their black grifters too, who come out and say these offensive things and put on these menstrual shows. And then a person like Tracy Fieldback feels comfortable sharing that. So look at this. With all the talk about tearing down systems of oppression, I would argue that decades of democratic policies have destroyed the hopes and dreams of many. Larry Elder. So he shares this with this donkey in a police uniform with a on a vest saying the democrat democratic policies and then black a, a black man laid down like George Floyd with a black lives matter shirt on with this donkey with his uh, knee on his neck. He did this weeks ago, fresh off the murder of George Floyd. Somebody had to tell this dude to take it down because it was insensitive. Phil Beck, you acting like a racist, man. You, you really are showing some racist tendencies. Not going to straight up call you a racist at this point, but your actions is, is mounting up to equal racism, okay? And you trying to make this seem like it's some kind of fair process. Oh, I'm giving both sides an opportunity to weigh in on this. And, and man, you're just running interference for these confed Confederate secessionist sympathizers. Then I, I, would, I, I would like to know what Phil Beck thinks about Colin Kaepernick kneeling during the national anthem before games. So that, uh, this is what's going on, people. These people are, are feel big, is just trying to bamboozle us, trying to pull one over on us. And I, I would strongly encourage that no one participate in this. No one. Because then you'll be giving it legitimacy, and this is not legitimate. They shouldn't be calling in these Confederate, like they was talking about 
both sides of history. There's no two sides to history. There's one history. And if you want to consult a historian, there are plenty. There's one, um, a couple of them in Gaston County, and there's a couple of them at several universities that have spoken out about this. I don't know where Ken Burns is. Ken Burns, a native North Carolinian, the famous documentary who made them documentaries about the American Civil War, because now he's put out a statement saying everything he's read from history that these monuments got to go, that they got to go. So don't fall for this, people. Don't let Mr. Fieldbeck bamboozle you. He's showing his true colors. He's like emulating Donald Trump. Now, I really didn't know of him before now, so he might have always acted like this. I don't know. But i tell you this, I won't be participating in this, and I'll be speaking out against it regularly. So they can play this game. The Gaston County commissioners can play this game. Like I said, outside at the monument, when I quoted JFK, that those who prevent peaceful revolution make violent revolution inevitable. So, hey, what y'all going to do? Y'all going to take it down or is some good folks of Gaston County going to have to knock it down? It, it, it's on y'all. It, it's up to y'all. Because thus far, we've been peaceful. There's been no looting and burning and all that kind of stuff that y'all want to bring up in these meetings that ain't got nothing to do with Gaston County. Trying to project, again, this partisan fight onto us. We're nonpartisan. I don't know what their political uh, or members of people standing on the same side as me. I ain't asking them if they Republican or Democrat. I ain't asking them if they Green Party members, Libertarian Party. I don't care their political affiliations because this ain't political. This is something moral. The only thing that makes it political is the fact that we got to go to this board and get them to do the right thing. Okay? So I'm not going to belabor the point. I'm not participating in this garbage. And I will be calling uh, Commissioner Worley and asking him, you know, what happened, man? I thought this was supposed to be about veterans of the county. I thought you was about, you know, don't you see what this man doing? You smart, right? You intelligent. You see what he's doing. So anyway, those are my thoughts, and you're welcome to them.